On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I give a recap of the NAR annual conference and talk about zombies. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, The Notorious Rob. And as always, with me, the fabulous Greg Robertson. Woo! Woo. Fresh off of his victory tour at NAR, where I understand you have now joined the Broker Public Portal, judging by the photo. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that was a funny one. Um, I I saw Victor there. And, um, Victor's, Victor's great. We, you know, I'd done a, uh, my industry update at CMLS and I had this, uh, joke about, uh, because the broker public portal, they had said they were naming a new CEO and it was taking a long time. And, but they did announce a name change, which was from the BPP to the V as in Victor mm-hmm. BPP. Yeah. Yeah. And the joke was, you know, we didn't know what it meant. Was it the, was it Victor's? pet project or Victor's yep. pension plan. Um, and uh, it got a, it got a few laughs and like, you know, I think mostly cause Victor don't need the money, <laughs> but <Yeah>. so, <laughs> so it was, it was kind of, it was just kind of funny. And then I saw him there and then we, we had a beer together or he sat down for drinks and uh, he, I, uh, one of the guys I was with asked what the pin was about. And he goes, uh, Oh, this is the uh, broker public portal. And then he had a, he just kind of, thought about an idea. It's just like, you put this on and we'll take a picture of you. Like, and like, uh, you've taken the CEO spot because he says he's, mm-hmm. they're close to announcing. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we took a couple of shots and put it on Twitter. Like I sense a, a great disturbance in the, you know, dot, dot, dot. And, uh, yeah, yeah some yeah. people actually, some people actually got caught up, you know, actually thought it was the truth or something. So it was fun. It was fun. stuff. pictures, he's a good sport, good guy. Yeah, right on. All right, so we have a lot to discuss, but let, we might as well just start it off with the party that you had Monday night. Yeah, you know how how did that go? Yeah. It was great. Um, we had a ton of people come over. Um, I guess it was a little rough for Uber drivers to find the place. It's in a kind of an in oh. my place is in kind of an industrial place. So, and then there was like <laughs> I heard a couple of these stories. There was another party going on in one of the other buildings, and mm-hmm. we had some cross pollination like. You know, I saw, saw some guy going, walking around like, I don't really know that guy, but I sometimes I don't. And then somebody <laughs> told me, I think it was Greg, Greg Sachs. He went to another, the yeah. other party, was there about a half hour and then left because he didn't know anybody. <laughs> what was the other party? I don't know. I got to find it out. It wasn't a real estate party, yeah, obviously. No, it was something else. Like, so... Uh, yeah. I thought that was like adult video network or something because <laughs> yeah. that that's happened. It's it's funny yeah. like AVN often I think every year it overlaps like some nerd conference, you know, some oh, tech wow. conference in Vegas. So people like wander into the wrong ballroom. It's like oh Comdex, no, probably, this is or something. probably something like yeah. that. You don't belong here, son. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so obviously I'm sorry I couldn't make it. Uh, look, really looked at it, but it was just not going to happen. But uh, now you get to be my reporter on the ground for NAR next. There's been a lot of stories, you know, coming out of like Inman. You know, they've done a great job, real estate news, all these guys. But you are there. So give me your take, Matt. Start with the overall impression of this event. Yeah. So I 
I spent a little bit of time there. I wasn't there yesterday, but I was there on um, Tuesday, um, all day basically, and you know, really just kind of walked the floor, uh, trade show floor, uh, and did notice a lot of booths kind of empty where it's they just really? do show, right? So I think, um, you know, maybe some people just got, you know, with the market the way it is, it's just it's probably an expense that some 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 agents or or some businesses didn't want to didn't want to do there. Like I saw Divi Homes had a booth, but nobody was there. I mm. saw, you know, a few others. That's just the one that came to mind. Um, but, you know, uh, everybody's just a little bit, you know, on edge a bit, right? I mean, the vendors are are struggling. The MLSs and associations are in, in, a, in, a, in a crazy kind of mode. Um, what's going to happen next? What's the next shoe to drop? You know, as we were there, the mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. the news about the Texas areas being, you know, with a bunch of copycat lawsuits, mm-hmm. um, it just kept it, it just kept feeling like everybody was being pummeled. And then when you talked about the NAR conferences, it was like, um, <laughs> again, the same hubris, right? We're going to get this completely thrown out. And right, you know, I'm not sure exactly that, you know. Did you go to that? You, did you go to that legal update? I, I, I didn't go to any of the. I, I, I couldn't go into any of the, uh, the actual uh, hearings, but um, uh, it, the messaging from that um, wasn't good, right? It was just another kind of a bit more a bit of arrogance that the people I talked to were. Um, okay, but there but there are another a lot of MLSs and associates, mostly MLSs, not a lot, but there are a few MLSs that are that are have prepped for this that are. I can't really talk about exactly their plans, but sure. I was very surprised about what kind of moves they've already made and what moves they're going to make further to to make sure that um, they're in the best position to handle either way, right? Um, Can you yeah, talk at a mood, high level what you think those guys are going to do? These are the prepared MLSs? I think that the, the, the ones that I've been reading off are just, and, and you can already see this a little bit, they're, they're forming other entities you know that are mm-hmm. not part of the M- that are not part of the MLS that maybe could serve as a a you know jump ship type of thing or uh, mm-hmm. you know have some services ready that are not part of that um, because what I think a lot of people are beginning to realize especially with the Texas stuff I mean they're just suing everybody and like you know they're suing everybody yeah they, I mean it's exactly what you said this a let a flower you know a let a, a thousand flowers bloom right I mean these copycat lawsuits mm-hmm. and if mm-hmm. you're an association like Metrotex or if you're all these other things you know just brokerages or teams or or suing teams, you don't have anything you know but getting sued because of the way you you put out commissions is not on your fucking bingo card no right so, so no. a lot of these guys are gonna be and it's not only just you know being involved in uh, as an expert witness and other things in in in, in legal stuff uh, this is not just a money thing it's a time suck thing and right? attention like, yeah what attention time everything it's like what are you what are you actually thinking what are you actually doing i mean it's just going to be a fucking nightmare and it depending on what legal expert you you listen to i'm not even uh, you know can this be resolved i mean it's just NAR should have settled. I mean, just plain, fucking, you know, straight up, full sure. stop. Sure. Um, this is a fucking nightmare. It's a fucking it's, nightmare. It's, yeah. And it's getting worse. I mean, so this oh, is one totally of those things worse. like, 
Yeah, I, I remember watching a um, uh, Doomberg, you know, podcast, and he made this point. I'm I'm 100 with him, which is like he predicted all these like horrible economic things happening. He's like, I'm not happy about this, right? Right. It's not like when he predicted these things, it wasn't rooting it for it to happen. Like, I'm not happy about what's what's going on now. You know, but we've been on this since 2019, right? And we've yeah. been warning, like you and me, especially like prep, you know, embrace the prepper mindset. Like there's a tsunami coming, like copycat lawsuits going to happen. This going to happen. That's going to happen. And it's like, I'm not rooting it for it to happen. <laughs> like it's just, yeah. you know, so it kind of sucks to be right. I mean, what for me, it was literally. Yeah, for sure. I was in Houston giving a presentation and I was like, this going to happen. And look, after what we just saw in South Carolina, you know, chances are it's just a matter of time before you get sued. Like literally three days later, <laughs> like yeah, QJ team. Yeah, you get sued. You know, so it's just, yeah, it is what it is. You know, so hopefully, hopefully the, P, you know, so I know, I also know that there are some brokers and some MLSs that, you know, heard me talk about this over the years and have prepped and I'm just, hopefully they're really prepared. But that's why I was curious. Like you talk to a lot of those guys too, and it's so they're in the room. They're listening to you know NAR talking about writing the facts, writing the law, and we're gonna win appeal and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I don't. We'll get into that. Um, my hope is that they're really prepared. You know, that's why I was curious. Like if you could talk at a high level, you know, because if the issue is that they've set up these other entities that could provide, I'm like, that's not real preparation because those are assets of the association of the MLS which means that the plaintiff's lawyers can get to them, right. you know, and it's going to be yeah, one of those I mean, things. I, like, again, I'm, I, I don't know the exact details of these, you know, of course. and we can't talk about it even if we did know. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but what I, the, yeah, what, but so give me a general sense. Okay. Just, okay. You heard yeah, this and there's again, a hallway conversation, lobby con, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody's okay, scared so the, and, uh, and there's, they're scared. And that, what I was curious about was, they hear this, do they go, okay, well, we're prepared. Do they, Or is there like, oh, no, okay, we can have faith in NAR. Like, let's talk about that aspect. Like, what do you think this, again, NAR next is where all of the hardcore NAR junkies go, right? Did you get the feeling there was this sort of revitalization? Oh, okay, you know what? They got this. Oh, we, can, you know, like, is there this trust in NAR? Or is it more like, holy crap, these guys, like, you know, they're just arrogant. They haven't learned the lesson, like, which, or somewhere in between. Like, what do you think what the general I, mood I don't get a, of the attendees? Right. I don't, yeah, I don't get a a mood that there's a general trust in what, in NAR right now. I think um, not at all, actually, right? So that's number mm. one. I think the shock and awe of, we're going to, I mean, you know, they literally said that they're going to get this, thrown out and a complete reversal, I think was the words that words mm -hmm. that I used. And I just think that's, I mean, I've been learning about just different, the way the legal, you know, manifestations of, you know, manifestations of all the different things have been happening. And like, you just don't know what you don't know, but to, to make a statement like that, I mean, I mean, it did give me pause. I'm like thinking maybe, maybe they know something that I don't know. And maybe that's exactly maybe. why they were doing that. Right. Yeah. Um, maybe. But I don't, I don't get a general sense that everybody's like, like really, um, hoping, hoping Nara's gonna like get them out of there. And 
The other thing is like, you know, NAR has, has did say, well, we've always been, you know, open to a settlement, but you know, it, it seems like their terms are, if we win, we're, we're, you know, if, if we get all the things that we want to get, then, then we'll settle. Yeah. It's like, well, it doesn't work that way. You got to make some sort of compromises. Um, but there is also a, an underpinning of the industry with any new rules, let's say that, you know, zero compensation like that, that the MLS industry will still live on, right? Of um, course, yeah. So I think that's, they're not worried about their kind of destruction in a, in a way, but it's just like, just how this is all being handled is not up to everybody's expectations or they're not really feeling a lot of... Uh, a lot of love from uh, from the mothership, and I, I would say it's not it's not the hardcore and you know NAR people that go there. I mean, maybe for the rank and file, but I mean MLS has got to be there for the MLS policy committee meeting. Right, and there's a lot of meetings they have to be there, whether they are big fans or not of that. Right, so. Um, but see, I'm, I'm going to come yeah, a little bit we'll, curious we'll about it because what, what I read was no, what I read was NAR came out and said that just like at mid year, they were not going to entertain any new MLS rules or policies. Correct. Because of these lawsuits. Okay, right. if they're not going to entertain anything new, then what was the MLS policy committee meeting? Why even have well, the meeting? I, I know. I mean, you, I think you saw uh, Andrea's post on Twitter of like, you know, she she was there yeah. and like it ended and the, some guy right behind her goes, that was the biggest fucking waste of time ever, right? Right. I mean, <laughs> right. Um, well, you did know, that, you did, never did know what's going to happen. Execs, this is a pretty no? fluid Listen, I don't think you never. This is so fluid, right? I don't think you know what you don't know, right? So I think if it was me, I'd probably be there too, just to see what happened there. But there's other kind of meetings that go on. They get to meet with their peers again, and sure, you know, blah sure. blah blah, right? So uh, that's not just not that's the I'm only just saying though, like, there, but. but I guess what I'm more curious about is okay. Again, this is part of the corporate communications disaster that appears to be NAR is, okay, if you know that you're not going to entertain any new policies at the MLS policy committee meeting, why have the policy committee meeting? Couldn't you have sent out a notification like 60 days ago, say, hey, guys, just so you know, we'd love for you to come and we could have conversations, but there'll be nothing new entertained that MLS policy, right? Because then if I'm, if I'm like a small MLS exec from the Midwest somewhere, I'm like, maybe I need to save a bunch of money and not go. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? If they're not going to talk about anything, like if there's nothing to really do, why, why go? I mean, it's, it's not an inexpensive trip, right? Like, so that's kind of what I'm like. Yeah, when did they decide we're not going to do any, right? <laughs> so, hey, NAR, yeah, when did you guys decide them. you're not going to do any uh, new policies? Like, did you communicate that to anybody? You know, the kind of thing. Yeah, I think I think that's what they, they've done last year or something. It's Some precedent was sent. But I again, you'd have to ask those guys. Mid-year. No, mid-year. They said yeah. in mid-year, we're not going to do any new policies because of this lawsuit. Okay, then why, you know, why waste time, right, at NAR Next? Well, yeah, I don't you know, know what the, I mean, there's other, there's, oh, they they have an agenda. I I didn't see the agenda. So there's other items on the agenda than mm -hmm. making new policies. So I don't know what how right. valuable that were, that was or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I that really caught my eye <laughs> was Inman reported that, um, NAR has already come out and said they're not pursuing a legislative solution with their lobbying power, right? <clears throat> and Craig Cheatham of Realty Alliance apparently got up and asked, like, so you guys are the most powerful lobby in the country. Why aren't you doing something with that? And 
it sounded like they weren't doing anything. And like, were you there for, or did you hear anything about that? I at just all I read something about that, but I thought it was the I I thought you know maybe the quick glance I gave it I thought it was they would be pursuing some sort of lobbying effort or I mean is this again this goes into the machinations that we talked about like does the DOJ have to make a rule is it a law is it you know can the federal judge make this thing to expand the class or can they make a you know what is the the judgment going to be coming down what kind of injunction mm-hmm. in, injunction mm-hmm. and how does i mean there's so many ways of looking at this it's like i'm not an expert on these things so it's like i'm almost the last person i listen to i believe <laughs> right if they sound <laughs> if they sound like credible or have a a good title right i mean i don't i don't know um you know yeah. i could believe that you know the people they lobby are not the same kind of group of people that could get into you know, making, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just a, a, a kind of a weird black box there. I I found it shocking. Like when I read that amendment, I found it shocking. I'm like, wait, what? Like, it's not like this, some brand new thing that just dropped in, you know, October 31. This was something that's been going on since 2019. And you're telling me NAR lobbying wing has no, no, no plans. They're not doing anything. Like, just between us and thinking about well, people like James Twiggins, who's out there. Hold on. Talking about, look, one of the things that we have to get done is allowing buyers to, you know, wrap their commission into the mortgage. Right. And everyone's right. like, yeah, but FHFA, Fannie and Freddie don't allow that. Like, Shannon McGann couldn't at least say, hey, we're working on the mortgage thing. Like, what? <laughs> that can't be right. Well, that, right? I, I mean, that can't be yeah. right. Well, yes and no. Like, so to me, like this, I mean, and again, who knows if this narrative is right or wrong, right? But but the narrative we've been hearing is that they've been, they didn't even really think about losing, right? They, they were so sure that this was going to be, they were going to win this. Wow. I mean, again, it goes with that narrative. I don't know if that narrative is, is right or wrong. I, I mean, somebody may come out and say, you know what, Greg? No, we had a fucking contingency plan and this, you know, we break the glass and this happens and all this happens. Um, I, I haven't really seen any evidence of anything spectacular in, in that happening. Um, but, you know, I can look at something like what you just pointed out, and, and it, it does fit the narrative we've been hearing, which is they thought they were going to win this thing. And there was no real planning otherwise, right? That's just irresponsible, man. That's uh, but again, that's, it, it, it's not confirmed. Uh, it's not anything, you know, there, there are, okay. there are though, you know, like, like you okay. said, if some people are saying that that didn't happen, that's, that could be a okay. problem. Let's for if NAR had no contingency plans because they thought we were going to win for sure, that's completely irresponsible. Right. That's if that, yeah. that's, that's a, that's a fucking firing offense. You know, as far as like, how do you not do that? Like, okay, we're definitely going to win. Absolutely. But, you know, it's just in case. Let's, like, what do you pay? What do you get paid for? Like, if you're head of PR, what do you get paid for by NAR to do? Other than you're a professional, you should be like, yes, I know we're going to win. Absolutely. But just in case, can we have a comp plan in case things go the other way? Yeah. If you're lobbying and you're a professional, you're getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Isn't your job to be like, yes, I know we're going to win. But just in case, can we have some some plan in place? Do you know what I'm saying? It's to me that's the most shocking thing about all this, right? Like October 31, Halloween, like boom, thing comes down, and it's like you guys really didn't have a plan. Like you guys really didn't 
do nothing? And that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost like, you know, we we most, you know, you again called this fucking just spectacularly, but these copycats, if you could just print out and, and, and you know, get your Mod Podge out or your, your, your glue stick, the top headlines from Eminem News since that's happened with all the copycat lawsuits and the treble damages and then the, uh, is it Gibson? What was the other one? It was Gibson, then uh, yeah. uh, Bat- Batten. Yeah, Batten. Right. Gibson, right. then right. Batten. Yeah. And, and then, then this- it's Rebney. It's um, uh, the South Carolina right. case. What the hell was that one? Um, and now Texas. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and then printed those out, ta- showed up on right. like a, a big foam core board. Like, this is the week after you lost. Right. This is what the environment looks like. This is what, you know, this is a, sh- you've got, you've got, you've got the annual meeting during the week that this shit hip hits. Yeah. Settle. Right. I mean, hindsight's 2020, but for Christ's yeah. sake. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, and the issue is going to be, guess what? Next week, we're probably going to get another lawsuit or two. Week after that, well, maybe not next week because Thanksgiving, right? So yeah. when no, we're recording we're, no. this, you know? Like, it's like, I think the Wall Street Journal, I was listening to a podcast and it's basically for all the attorneys, when they when they hear 1.8 million or billion, sorry, it's just like, how fast can I get to the goddamn courthouse with a fucking filing? How but, can I find Craig, somebody? We, you and I have been, my point, you and I have been talking about this, a warning the industry about this for the last two years. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, we've been talking about it for a while. Right. It's like, okay, fine. I get it. We're a couple of loudmouth bloggers. Like, okay, but don't you have professional, like, fucking lawyers and shit in your organization who are responsible, who should, like, if, if we could do it, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, yeah. yeah. Like, isn't that their job? Like, isn't that what, you know, like, risk yeah. assessment, something to be like, hey, I know we're going to win this, but hey, if we lose, you know, this is the consequence. And what's going to happen is these fucking ambulance chases are going to go nuts. We're going to, we're facing 5,000 lawsuits. In the space yeah, of like three months, is, yeah. like yeah, like what's and like uh, yeah. So then, like to me, it's like yeah, yeah. I don't know. And how you've let the genies out of the fucking bottle now, right? It's just it's, it's been so hard now. to step back in. Where and I'm not even sure. Again, it's a, it depends on who you listen to. If we if NAR settled, would that have stopped everything? I mean, could that judge? Yeah, you know, say, possibly. okay, this we're going to make the uh, increase the class. I guess, you know, Ed Zorn had said that, yes, that can happen. And that's not yeah, so unusual. Yeah. Um, now it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, that, here's the thing. So the just problem chaos. now is, here's the problem now, okay? If NAR had settled before SITSA was decided and done very similar Remax in any way, they would have done, okay, it's going to be however many billions of dollars. I'm going to change our rules. But the settlement class would have been everyone who ever sold a home in the U.S. last five years, right? Because that's the way that Remax in anywhere is written. Yeah. Could that get challenged? Could that, maybe. But if the judge says, "Okay, yeah, I approve the settlement," and the settlement class is any home seller in the entire country, then we're done, right? We're covered, right? Because they didn't settle. Sitzer went to trial. You have a jury verdict. We don't have a final ruling yet because you know post-trial motions, they're going to do all of that. And then at some point, probably in the spring, we're going to get an actual final ruling, an opinion. After all of the motions are done and disposed of one way or another, then the judge is finally to issue 
okay, the jury found for the plaintiffs 1.87 billion, you know, whatever, right? Because you need that final ruling in order to make an appeal. That's going to be in the spring. Fine. The problem now is this. Between now and that spring, every association in the country that has more than, I don't know, $10,000 in a bank account is probably getting sued. Yeah. Every broker in the country who's not Remax or anywhere is probably getting sued. Yeah. You know, and because these ambulance chasers are fucking idiots, we're going to have a whole bunch of agents getting sued, even though there's no case, right? Even though that's going to get thrown out, it'll get dismissed. I get it. But it's a time suck. It's It's a fear thing. You know, I mean, poor Lance Loken and, you know, Tim Hale, like, these guys are agent teams. There's no theory under which you could sue them for something like this, right? Not Now, important caveat, there's no theory outside of New York, Connecticut, and Vermont. We're going to address that, you know, shortly. So it's going to get dismissed, but fact of the matter is in order to get it dismissed, guess what? Lance and, you know, these guys have to go hire an attorney and show up in court, file an answer, file a motion, motion to dismiss, failure to state a claim. Why? Because I'm a real estate agent. Do you know what I mean? Like, you got to go through that. It's going to cost them time and money and angst and blah, blah, blah. In the meantime, the agents in your team are like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Are we going to, you know, right? And the issue is multiply that now by, I don't know, conservative speaking, 200? So now I, I think the appeal happens. Yeah, it is 200. It's going to be more. Right? Conservatively like, yeah. speaking, it's 200. I think it's maybe 2,000 because, again, these are green mailers. These are just ambulance chasers like, hey, can I make some money? These are guys who are advertising for, did you get into an auto accident because then I'm going to sue your insurance company to collect whatever, $10,000. Yeah. Okay, you're telling me those they're, – they're all – like who's – okay, well – Everyone's been sued in Houston, let's say. All right, who hasn't been sued? Oh, there's some, you know, 25 person brokers that has been sued yet. Cool, let's sue them. Yeah. Right? It's not like I'm gonna, we're going to go to trial. It's just let's just sue them so that we could go to them and be like, write us a check for $15,000, we'll go away. It'll be one of those fucking. So, so what, it's going to happen. Ha- yeah. So let, let me ask a question. And again, I don't know the answer. Maybe you don't know the answer. But let's say that NAR, NAR does compromise and a settlement is achieved and they can that judge will say it's you know covers everybody in the country the last five years do all those little lawsuits go away automatically or is, I don't that, know. is that still See, that's gonna hang saying. around a while i don't know see that's okay yeah, you settle either. in this case and then that settlement says xyz but it's like i already have a case right and that's my point if you already have a case and you have to be part of that discussion and the problem now is by the time NAR gets around to try, even if they're negotiating right now with Sitzer and the law is in Merle, my point is now they have to negotiate with the lawyers from South Carolina. Now you have to negotiate with every lawyer who's representing some plaintiffs claiming to sue your ass and sue people who are like, now it becomes, the, the negotiation now becomes 2,000 lawyers on the other side. Instead of dealing with two, yeah, right, maybe three. Uh, okay, now now we're of a whole different ball of wax, and that's a whole different set of problems, right? And what I wrote and I just published today is, it's almost like NAR is not even thinking about this, and I don't understand how you don't think about this with your NAR if you're professionals, you know, if you're Bob Goldberg, if you're Kate, you know, like I just don't know how you don't think about this. We are going to do an appeal. And we think we're going to win. Fine. Fine. 
I'm going to give you all the benefit of the doubt. Well, there's you're right in the facts. Right? There's okay, we win the appeal, but you still have to fucking win the another another lawsuit. No, no, I, no I, I'm saying I'm just going to give you all the benefit. Of the doubt. You're right in the facts. You're right in the law. This judge screwed up. Fine, you're going to win an appeal. Cool. The issue is between now and then, every single one of your locals got sued. Now what? Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, in yeah. retrospect, yeah, t hindsight's twenty twenty. Although you and I've been calling for like fucking settle <laughs> since twenty nineteen, but hindsight's twenty twenty. So you go, oh shit, we shouldn't, we should have settled. Okay, you know what? Now, now the genie's out the bottle. All right, now the Pandora's box has been opened, and for you then to get up at NAR and next, facing like leaders of MLSs and associations, and not get straight, like yo, this is now. Honestly, it's they double down. Right? I know. They basically double down. It. They said they said no. This is we're going to get this reversed. I mean, that's wow. Okay. Yeah. No. That you know you're going to get it reversed. In the meantime, though, the Piedmont Associated Realtors and their 1,200 members just got sued for 150 million dollars. And guess what? They're going to settle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to settle. And when they settle, the settlement's going to say you are going to leave NAR. Now what? Okay, so congratulations. You you have uh, filed an appeal, and the appellate court has agreed to hear your case in August. By August, you went from 1,200 local associations to 12. Yeah. Tell me, how many how much dues are you collecting then, NAR, right? Yeah. Like, no one's thinking about this? No one? Yeah. It's mind-boggling. Well, yeah, The and the other part is... Um... They BK the place, right? That's sure. the only other kind of. I mean, so then, okay. I, I just can't see that happening. Just because I think the the attorneys want as easy money. I mean, I've said this before: as of easy course. money as possible. Of course, but um, it's just it's it's nuts, man. It's just and 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 the, and the trickle effect again, as I've talked about before, it's not just brokers. It's not just um, associations. It's not just MLSs. It's not just you know even agents. But there's a whole support system around that. What you know, what we call organized real estate, that mm -hmm. that provides services to that 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 um, that group of people and and industries. So all the vendors, right, and all and all the vendors who who have their um, mm -hmm. things that provide. It's just a a trickle effect. It's a shit it's show. Just, it's a it is it's, a it's a shit show. And this is yeah. all in the 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 microcosm of a market that's a, a shit market mm -hmm. right so don't that's even right. you know just the pylon continues and and then right. here's the other thing speaking of pylons is that now in the fucking psyche of consumers and in yep. all the fucking the the, the bloomberg new york the wall Times, street journal wall street journal yeah all now it's just like oh yeah about time those realtors got you know their due or they're yep. you know they, they got their comeuppance right i mean yep now you've let that start. You've let that kind of momentum starting to build, but by losing, yeah. by 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 taking the risk that you could lose, and now you've lost. It's the consequences are just mind-boggling. I don't even think we even it's, thought about. It's, okay, yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because I'll I mean, tell you is, what, it man. is it is Pandora's box. It, you know, no, I'll tell you what because I'm so glad you brought that up because I'm you know like you know me like I'm I'm on the 
right side of the spectrum and i don't believe in fucking corporate press at all so like the fact that wall street journal and the economist whatever i I don't actually care that much like who gives a shit what scared me was there's a uh uh a news youtube podcast channel out there called breaking points which is crystal and sager right and again there's no reason for anyone to know them but they're pretty popular in kind of the I'll call it the alternative political space, right? Because one of them is like a liberal, the other one's like kind of a conservative, but they both, you know, are kind of like both parties are suck or whatever. And they have a large following, very large following, right? And I just heard Sager come out and talk about this case and straight up be like, NAR is a cartel. These realtors are, I'm like, Where did they get that language from, I wonder? Right? Like, whoa. Again, this is not, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, like regime press. This is independent press not coming out and saying this. So here's the thing I think about is, what do you do if you're NAR and Joe Rogan comes out and says this? Fuck me. Right? Like we're, we're, we're freaking out about Wall Street Journal. Like, well, not that many people read the Wall Street Journal, right? CNN has come out and, and done this. Oprah right? Winfrey. To- Right. So to me, the next shoe to drop was when Joe Rogan, uh, who are like the biggest like podcast networks and, the, you know, uh, Tim Cast Tim and Tim Ferriss, Tim Ferriss um, uh, fucking, you know, whatever, ben the Thompson. Young Turks, right? Because um, this is not a political thing. It's just across the board. If those guys start coming out and having shows and saying, yeah, hey, look, the realtor cartel got busted and turns out these guys were anti. Yo, at that point. The average consumer, like the average, they're going to be like, oh, wow, you know, so you guys are uh, part of the, the fucking mafia, huh? Yo, there's no overcoming that. Yeah. So then we go back to, okay, you're the head of PR for NAR. Yeah, you got to Oh, you're confident you're going to win. Great. Yeah. You didn't have spokespeople lined up. Hey, just in case we lose, we need to get on Rogan. We need to get on whatever and have... You know, have have Tracy be there and to it ain't, explain. It ain't Tracy that's do should be doing this either, man. Right? It's got to be somebody that's savvy. Somebody that's Tracy's you know, pretty savvy, man. I I've been very uh, impressed. I, with Tracy. I, I don't no. know if I I don't know if I can go. If she's going to go toe to toe with some of some of these guys that just do, like, do this know, for a living, right? I I actually think Tracy has done a really good. Like I've known Tracy for years, right? And I know she hates my guts right now because mm-hmm. I've been so bashing NAR, but like I hope she doesn't because. I've always, and I think she's done a very effective job given the impossible task, right? And she's, she's friendly. She's charismatic. You know, she's not, she doesn't come off as like a threatening mafia boss. So I actually think Tracy could have done a great job. My point is if you're the fucking head of communications for, why didn't you have Tracy booked on Good Morning America and The View no, and we talked about like, this. get why, it all ready to go? like, if we lose, boom, right? Yeah. Here, here's your, here's your set of instructions. We've already thought this go, right? Right. Um, yeah. And, and like, I mean, there are kind of positions that are like risk analysis people that like, okay. I so, I mean, th- their job is to kind of go, okay, let's say we lose. What would happen? Right. Well, you know, and then just write the fucking on the whiteboard. And then that would mean, well, maybe people start, you know, maybe the papers pick this up. It'll probably be yeah. evening yeah. news. And then. Yeah. That'll trickle down into other news outlets. That'll kind of inform some other influential people. They'll begin talking about it. 
And then these copycat yeah. lawsuits happen. And like yeah. the guy to me, after like maybe a week of, you know, of, of sh she's analyzing this stuff on a whiteboard, we go, well, fuck this, man. We got to put a lid on this or we got to, we got to close this right away, man. I, I have an even better one for you. Okay, so 2019 March is when I first wrote the Merle got filed. It's like, holy shit, this is a real big deal. Most of the response from the industry, especially when I was like, get the fuck out of here, you chicken little, you know, get out of here. We're going to win this. This is ho-hum, no big deal. I'm like, you don't understand. These law firms that are bringing this are not what you're used to dealing with. Okay, motion to dismiss, you lose that. In my mind, when you lose a motion to dismiss, that's when I – crank shit up, right? And go, we need to do some planning. Fine. You didn't do that because whatever, uh, you know, that, you know, motion dismiss real hard to win. To me, the key is when you lose summary judgment motion, which was last year, that's when you need to crank things up. Here's the thing. NAR has a committee. It's a large committee called emerging issues. Right, okay? right, right. If y'all weren't talking about this, what fucking emerging issue were you talking about? Yeah. Right? Solar panels on roofs? I, you know, who knows, right? Right? Oh, AI is an emerging... Like, y'all aren't going to be around long enough for AI to matter to you if you're <laughs> NAR and the associations, the MLA. You know what I mean? Like, what were y'all doing? Right? And again, by that time, these couple of annoying fucks like Greg and Rob are out there talking about all these, you know... Uh, what, what, what it was called it's like people criticize like oh, these conspiracy theories and whatever I'm like yeah. okay fine you have an entire committee whose whole reason for existing is looking at emerging issues right or I'm sure they have whatever and there's a gazillion committees like there's something somebody's talking about legislative things we just saw summary judgment this thing is headed to trial hey let's fire up the committees you know what we're going to wipe the agenda, and now we're going to ask you all contingency planning time, right? We're very confident. We're right on the facts. We're on the law. But just in case, because that's your job as committee, emerging yeah. issues and whatever, can we have you guys like think through what about the yeah. media angle? Hey, if we lose this, like what happens to the press? If we lose this, what happens to the cons like consumer awareness changing? Like nobody wanted – like what? I mean, they that commissioned what? the danger report, right? I mean, they commissioned this thing, which gave yeah. a lot of things uh, yeah. to think about. I mean, we thought, yeah. right? Um, the other thing, before we close is here, but there's other- the, I feel the terrible. Third order, yeah. The third order consequences, too, are, you know, what what did we talk about the different moves that have been making out industry, right? And the biggest one of, of being CoStar, right? Mm -hmm. They love mm -hmm. this. This is going exactly the plan, right? Um, and there was something that was funny that got forwarded around everywhere, including me, and that's that co-star. Guess who named? Guess, guess who? Guess who? Co-star named their person of the week in on their new site. Yeah, I saw that. Catchmark, the lead mm -hmm. attorney for sites of Burnett, right? And. I, I, They're not wrong. Uh, there was a lot of there's a lot of MLSs out there that like. I mean, what the hell? This is your not hero, wrong, right? This is your person of the week or whatever. And um, 
you know, to me, it just reminded me of, and they quickly took it down, right? But sure. um, not quickly, but they took it down when they realized, oh, we're using our inside voice when we, we really shouldn't, right? But <laughs> it reminded me of that old saying, um, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them, mm. right? And look, I, it, it, here's what I can say. Again, like I, I get what you're getting at. I think it wasn't co-star and Andy Florence who said, Michael Ketchmark is my hero. Like it was co-star news. They have a news division, right? And it's not clear to me how much co-star news talks to co-star executives, you know, take marching orders. It's kind of like what, uh, I think you mentioned this, uh, why is Wall Street Journal going after NAR when their parent company owns Realtor.com? This isn't like a, you know, a, a newspaper that goes out to the public. This is their but it, own... it goes out to co-star subscribers, right? So yeah, I'm just saying, not, like, let's not let's a not journalistic entity. I mean, come on. It's this a journalistic is, entity. This is their corp, this is this corporate rag. Fine, but it's still news. They're reporting news. So I'm just saying, like, I, I get it. Okay. And it, right. it looks bad, but... I don't think this is like co-star home. Like it's. I well, don't think it's. Uh, that's why they you know, probably. Andy Woolley. You know, it's not no, Andy no. Woolley calling up news and saying, "Hey, man, no, no, no. Michael Ketchmark I, is our person of the week." Okay, no, I don't that, think, that's I don't not think, what happened. Here's the you know? here's the sad part is I don't think Andy Woolley or Michael or anybody over there knew about this, which is the sad of course part. not. And if there was, if, if they not. thought if they thought there was nothing wrong with it, why they take it down? Oh, you did nothing wrong. Why are you taking it down? I, so I think what happened is Andy called up to the news people like, do you guys know what you fucking did to me just now? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Andy Woolley, not Florence. Yeah. Not Florence. I, I know. Yeah. But, but he went to Florence and Florence like, hey, guys, uh, you know, what the fuck? You know, like, read the room. <laughs> <laughs> read the room is right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that's probably what happened. But like I said, I don't. Let's not put again like the Wall Street Journal real talk. Let's not I, overthink I'm not putting, it. You know, I'm sorry. Whatever you say, I'm not putting the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times up with CoStar News. Okay, it just doesn't. No, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> like I said, so I don't know. Like I, I feel, I feel terrible because now here's what I got to wondering. So I've had, as you could imagine, a lot of phone calls and emails the last week, and I just talked to somebody, a good friend of mine. You know, it's one of my favorite agents in the industry who's a top, top pro. And she's freaking out. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, okay. Another thing that you got to whiteboard out. Okay, but what, what happens like, when, when people in a transaction start asking their realtor, why am I paying you this much? Another thing that should have been on that whiteboard that should be then put into a good report and then and handed to these guys to say right. – my recommendation is settle. So here's what I'm getting. Like, so we were going to do all this, and we've been talking about this for a couple of years about prepping. What I'm wondering now, Greg, is are we past that already? Oh, of course we're past that. Right? Because that's about? how no, I we're feel. we're way past that. Right? No, it's, so there's no more no. prepping. You can't prep anymore. No, no. Storm's now, here. Now, no, no. You are now, right now, you are yeah. finding like – Baseball bats and your and your and you're driving nails into them, right? To to wheel mm -hmm. around, you're getting as much shotguns as you can. You're getting as many pitchforks as you can because the zombies are here, man. I got to deal with it before I ha I could have dealt with the zombies before they were alive. Now I got to beat the shit out of zombies. It's a whole different. There's no prepping to be done now. Yeah, it's, yeah. They're, they're it's, coming it's over. The, they're coming over the wall. Right now, it's now it's like I got to fight now. There's no prepping. 
They're over the wall. All right. So listen, a future episode that maybe we'll do this with, uh, you know, I don't know, with a guest. Because uh, we do have, we, we are hoping to have Sam DeBoard on who yeah. says he's going to lay facts on us and get us to calm our conspiracy theorizing down. Like, all right, I can't wait to theories. hear. I don't know. Uh, I can't wait to hear. But look, maybe the now is, okay, you can't prep anymore. Zombies are here. What do you do to fight this? Yeah. What do you What do you actually do? Maybe that needs to be a future thing. And um, all right, we can go on and on. Like I said, it just sucks because I really wish NAR and the rest of the industry had done a lot more prepping. You know, yeah. and a lot, this is a one lot of more analysis, c- a lot more deep thinking, something. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. I, it, at hindsight, twenty twenty, it's just, and yeah, it's it, this is a case where you know being chicken little sucks. I didn't want to be checked. I didn't want to any of this to happen. Um, you know, neither of us really wanted any of this to happen. You were super confident. The eve of the trial, you thought NR was going to win 60%. Yeah. So, okay, here I made it a is. prediction, right? I published yep. it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not afraid yep. to like, uh, you know, right. do that. Right. And <clears throat> so now going forward, it's okay. No more prepping. It's here. What do we do? I think that yeah. becomes the next set of things that we're going to start talking about. Um, all right, let's let's wrap there. I mean, I, I wish there was some uh, high end, you know, sort of bright side like, note well, that we could I, end I do, on. Let's let's say this. Um, I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving. This will probably True. be released about that. So you know, let's not bring up any politics with our families as we're eating some good dinner. And I um, <laughs> want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving, Rob. Happy Thanksgiving. You know, thank you. And uh, we will see you after the holidays. And hope uh, everyone, you know, here's here's one thing. Let's hope no one, none of our friends, have an accident trying to fry a turkey. Because <laughs> that does happen a lot. <laughs> yeah. Watch those fryers. Watch those fryers, guys. Watch those fryers. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm's gonna come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't wanna do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you gotta learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh, you should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.